Hey everybody, and welcome back to Issue Crew Movie Reviews, the show where we review movies here on the Issue Crew channel. I am your host, Riley, joined by uh, two, two co-hosts who I would say represent the exact opposite spectrums of how I could feel about a person. Uh, so first of all, we've got uh, one of my best friends, you know, I've been I've been working with this guy for a long time. I, I enjoy his presence every time we talk. A smile goes across my face. It's Mo Diggity, folks. <laughs> Hello, how you doing? And on the other side, we have the most awful human being I've ever yeah, had the pleasure right. of knowing. That's right. The worst that's right. that's person right. I've me, ever known. Donald Trump. Donald I am Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm Kathy is who I meant. I believe Kathy's also in the room. <laughs> this podcast, everybody knows this podcast is bad. Get off your fat He's ass, Randy. <laughs> I am the real Trump, and this podcast is the best podcast to ever air in the United States of America. This podcast truly represents <laughs> the, the issue, American nation. <laughs> the issue crew, they're not bringing their best. They're, they're murderers. The issue crew is the best podcast dealers. out there. And this imposter trying to spread I'm sure, information. I'm sure some of them are good people. <laughs> god damn it hey everybody we're here once again another another bye week has passed and it's time for your you said your, bye <laughs> it's time for your riley mo and kathy movie review and mo diggity picked the movie today so mo diggity why don't you tell us what this movie is and give us a brief little paragraph synopsis about what it's about all right, all right, all right. Let me go ahead and get everything over here. This is dun, 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 the Dark Crystal. Now, I thought I had the IMDb already up, so uh, here I go. All right, so it's uh, made by two directors. Two of them I know that er almost everyone knows, uh, Jim Henson and Frank Oz. And uh, Jim Henson and I know Frank one Oz of those people. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, which one do you know? Uh, Jim Henson, obviously. I'm not aware of Frank Oz. All right. So, if you ever seen a movie or anything with Muppets, uh, you recognize that both the, these guys' handiwork like immediately. Cause so, for, so Frank, Frank is like Jim Henson's right hand man. He worked on all the Muppet stuff too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, usually, uh, he's he's a, he's kind of like a, you know, how there's a, a, a Buzz Aldrin and uh who was the other one that uh uh went on the moon to astronaut hold on one second yeah it's uh Buzz Aldrin and who uh Neil Armstrong uh uh, uh so uh, are no, you no, no, no. that's not the other one no oh no, no the other one is called uh uh Gorbachev Oh, shut the hell up. You fucking Mikhail. make me, like, stop and fucking, like, second-guess myself. Mikhail yeah, uh... Gorbachev. <laughs> All right, so there's Neil uh, Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, right? Now, whatever circle that you run into, you can sort of, like, contrast, compare uh, one for the other. Like, some people would say that Jim Henson is Buzz Aldrin and uh, Frank Oz is Neil Armstrong. But whatever, that's not really a comparison. I feel like... 
uh, elaborating on too much. But anyway, I'm surprised they guys... didn't bring that up in the epic rap battle of history. I mean, uh, j j if you'll remember, if it, if, you, if you'll remember the epic rap battles of history lore, the folks at home. Uh, there was a uh, the Jim Henson disses Stan Lee uh, by saying that all he did was sign his name on Jack Kirby's comic books. I'm surprised. Stan I, Lee I, not... I emphatically disagree. With I, that. I'm, I'm surprised that uh, Stan Lee did not counter by bringing up Frank Oz and his contribution to the Muppet <laughs> Nation. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if you really, if you really want to, like, uh, if you were ever a fan of both of them, if if you loved old Star Wars, if you loved the Muppets and stuff like that, or this movie, The Dark Crystal, uh, you you would see the uh, uh, the the comparison. It's essentially kind of fifty fifty between the greatness between these two men here, right? It's it's hard to like pick one over the other, you know. But uh, yeah, yada yada. So anyway, let me go ahead. It's a uh, uh, it's a movie about uh, Jen, a Gelfling, and Kira, another Gelfling, and basically the the Skeksis and the uh, the the wise men, the 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 keeper of secrets. Uh, they're uh, uh, they're sort of like a uh, two halves of the same coin, right? And there was a great sundering a thousand years ago in, in their their world, and uh, it's up to uh, Jen. Uh, the uh, Jim Henson, uh, Jim, Hen uh, uh, Jim Henson, who plays him, uh, to make the dark crystal whole again and undo the catastrophe, the cataclysm, if you will, uh, that was uh, wrought upon their world one thousand years ago. So I saw, I saw that in the credits, real quick, uh, that Jen was played by Jim Henson. Now, mm -hmm. was Jim Henson just puppeteering him, or was he also doing the voice? I can probably well th this this is a little bit complicated because usually it's it's kind of uh, a team of puppeteers. Now there's going to be like some puppeteering uh, scenes where you'll see if it's like just like a, a real close up shot of of the Muppet. Uh, it'll probably be like a Jim uh, probably uh, handling his own puppet, right? But once you start like getting into like the more complicated shots, you you can tell like if uh, you're super super into um, puppeteering and all that, you can tell when there's like multiple people sort of like doing more work, right? And then of course you see like the the actor probably like a child or something like that, or maybe it was like a, a like a teenager because they all do some like far away shots of like Jen running and stuff uh, 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 and on the scenes like the the beginning when you get introduced to uh, Jen's character you can see that uh, someone is uh, is in sort of a Jen costume and they're running because you know puppet puppeteering magic for lack of a better term has sort of I mean, it's come a long way, but also hasn't come a long way at the same time. You have to work with the within the limitations of what you got. So essentially, yeah, it's it's probably Jim and like you know Frank Oz and stuff like that who are. Uh, I believe it's. Uh, I I think they have like performer. Uh, uh, some of them do the voices. Some of them do the. Uh, it, it's it's kind of complicated. There's a a long freaking list. 
of uh, voices and performers because there's so many people uh, involved in this movie. And it's a fantastic movie. It's a, I it's think so you've great. addressed every possible aspect of my question except the aspect that I was looking for. <laughs> you you, you get, went into all the details of the puppeteering when the actual information I was trying to gleam is, is that Jim Henson's voice coming out of that puppet? <laughs> uh. Well, I, I think so. I'm just I'm having trouble actually finding whether or not. I mean, it says in the credits that it's, it's actually him. So, oh well, no, like uh, uh, no, 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 no! I, I, I got it. Uh, okay. Stephen Garlic was okay. Jen's voice, and Lisa Maxwell was Kira's voice. Ah, I figured, yeah, I Kira, figured. How about that? Ha ha! Like the kingdom. That's the podcast yes. we do. Duh, um, duh, duh, duh. But uh, folks, yeah. let me so, share. Uh, no, me first, Kathy. Shut up. Let me. Sh- <laughs> let me why share. Do you, why do you hate me today? <laughs> I've hated you for much longer than today, Kathy. Uh, so, uh, my my initial thoughts that I would like to share on this film. So, I would like to lead. Visually and technically amazing i am blown away by the technical mastery of this film the visuals of this film i love the style there's a lot of effort put into those puppets and how they're performed the environments are cool that this movie looks and is technically amazing yeah if you're looking for like a, a a cornucopia a plethora if you will of like a a a basic effects and stuff of of oh fuck man the the uh, practical effects. There we go. This is uh, this is everything that 1982 could possibly give you. And they worked on this movie for like a few years. It's not specifically say, saying uh, exactly how long it was, but it's it's quoted in saying a few years because it took a while. So this is something that the late 70s and very very infant early 80s came to uh give us and it's 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 fucking beautiful man yeah so a technical mastery of its time now that being said holy shit this movie was fucking boring oh my god it's not so boring but you know you have to like you have to you have to realize that this is before like kids were like over medicated and adhd D was no, sort no, no, of no, like no, a no, more no. prevalent thing. I'm sorry, but like kids had better attention spans back then. No, this movie you couldn't is just make fucking them... boring as hell. Thank like, you, Jesse. It's, it's not. Thank it's not you. boring as hell. It's fucking cool. You just it, have to be cool. quiet and pay attention. That's all you have to do. It is cool, but like, oh my god, do we really need like a 50 minute scene of the Skexes eating shit? Yes, 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 and I'll tell you why. Because I fucking knew. I, all right, I made mental notes about the scenes that I knew that you and Riley would bitch about. This was one of them. I'll tell you why. <laughs> this is all because he knew yeah, exactly no, what we were gonna say. Yeah, because <laughs> He's and, 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 of us at all times. <laughs> And I don't want to spoil the other ones that I know that you're going to bitch about, so I'm going to keep them in the back burner for a little bit. But the reason why you have the, uh, uh, the, 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 oh, fuck, what, what were they called? The, the, the scientists or, or the, oh, what the hell are they called? Uh, the mystics, I guess. 
I think that yeah, the 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 mystics and yeah, they're called the, the mystics. fraggles, the really old fraggles, the, the extremely <laughs> old fraggles. The reason why you have that is because you look at the mystics and then you look at the skexis, and just like uh, uh, uh oh, the the fucking movie that we did, the last one, fucking kingdom, Prince of Egypt, Prince of Egypt. Thank you. There's a lot of a uh, duality of man. Like it's a, you know, it's a, you know, like good. It's a being, you know, modest, being modest versus being excessive, you know, gluttony versus preserving conservation, conservatism, if you will, you know, you're, you're supposed to okay, fucking see no, that. no, no, conserving. No, 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 not in political sense. <laughs> you know, in conserving. Literal you know I mean? conservatism. It's, you know, like, well, it's like conservatism in the idea of, like, the non-political form of what uh, conserving means. I would also like so, to say I'm glad that Jason or Andrew aren't here because they would have, like, grown. Because I, ru- I ruined the phrase duality of man for those two <laughs> and everybody else who had the displeasure of playing Quiplash with me. <laughs> well, this is all before, like, the, the, the concept of uh, duality and stuff was just done into the fucking ground, right? Well, no, it's and because so- I, whenever, whenever there was a quip last round and the vote was a tie. I would say the duality of man and everybody got really sick of it really fast. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're supposed to sort of contrast, compare these two species, the Skeksis and the fucking mystics, right? Which I was weird. Cause I weirded out by this. Cause I thought that, uh, this was that the Skeksis were like crows. They always look like bird-shaped creatures to me. And the mystics were like the lizard people, the ancient lizards, because that made sense to me as I, as a kid. Like, okay, yeah, lizards are super, super ancient. They're fucking dinosaurs, man. And all that. The so like it would make fraggles and the Skeksis are like Big Bird if he was evil and gross. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I think I think maybe uh the the the, the lizard uh knock was just uh what's her name uh just where the fuck uh, i think it's uh uh, uh agura agura i think that was just her fucking like or, taking a stab uh, yeah taking a stab at, at them right because they still look like fucking old ass uh, disgusting crows buzzards uh carry on birds you know i legitimately think they they look like what would happen if a fraggle got really old like that's not a joke like that's <laughs> they they give me strong fraggle vibes <laughs> oh i i thought that was the uh the 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 pod uh the the, the pod people those guys just look terrifying <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, dude they're so there's a yeah, podlings there we go uh the, the, there's a lot of stuff that's fucking nightmare fuel for me as a kid like the uh the draining of the essence and all that that scared the shit out of me yeah because scary that was yeah lovely. yeah the yeah, way so... the eyes changed as they sucked mm-hmm. the life out of that podling that was fucking crazy yeah you look at scenes like that in this movie and you'll see like there was just there had been an ungodly uh, um, ungodly amount of work uh, put in just to make the fucking bladders that like uh, pump out the the liquid out of the pu- uh, the Muppet, excuse me, uh, just to get an accurate scene, right? And I bet they all went like, "God, this looks like shit." But like as a kid, even now, I think it fucking holds up. 
I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm uh, ranting. Kathy, go ahead. Yeah, Kathy hasn't talked a lot. We'll we'll let her speak. We'll let her speak. Okay, so like, I I want to reiterate what Riley said. Um, you know, there's like the crow people and then the tail people. I don't remember their names. The Skexis, that's the that's crow people's name. But like, and the mystics are the other ones. Holy shit. I'm going to complain about every single damn scene that I want to complain about, all right? I, I figured and, and that, like, knows you all of all them people, already. <laughs> I, I figured that you, of all people, would have a lot less to complain about. I figured that Riley was going to be the one that I don't put have on a the complaining pants. Scenes to, explain about, to complain about because it all ran together as one boring mishmash of shit I would rather be oh, watching anything else. Oh, fuck off. Do. It's not boring. <laughs> it's, uh, all right, well, let me... All right, go ahead, Kathy. Okay, does Kira really need to, like, fucking stop and talk to every damn animal that there is? Do well, we need, like... Yes. I think it was important every time she did it. That's a weird complaint. Yeah, there's there's a point. Like, even though it's, like, a minute point, and it's not much, but, you know, it's, it's to sort of highlight her gift. She has the gift of talking to the wildlife, to, to, to nature. I mean, this was made by hippies. You have to remember that. Yeah, it feels true. Like it. True. There's a lot of like. There's a lot of. This is the '70s, and this is how we think. Uh, in in this movie, because the bear, the '80s were barely a concept. Like uh, in '82, everyone was uh, starting to watch fucking Black Flag and Dead Kennedys and shit. Uh, Reagan hasn't even been is about to become a thing. So you know, this is right before Reagan America and the Reagan world and the the fall of the wall and fall of uh, uh, the Soviet Union and stuff. I think my main complaint, because I don't have any specific really scenes to share. I know Kathy has a list, and I'll let her get back to it in a second. Um, but just in general, Kathy, yeah, whatever you're like touching or moving around, it's making a noise. <laughs> uh, shit, was I saying? Oh, uh, so I think. The thing about it is the movie didn't do anything to like invest me into the story I was watching. Like it didn't it didn't really spend any time trying to make me like any of the characters. It didn't really do anything that made me feel uh, anything about what was happening. I like how how can you possibly think that you, uh, uh, fucking uh <clears throat> Jen's on a quest. Like the whole premise of the movie. But he's a is he's a boring a little boy. He has no fucking inflection. He he says because everything he's in the extremely... same emotional tone. He well, fucking... okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, what you can got you that, tell me? He's extremely young though, and he, like it's supposed to be all. It's supposed to highlight uh, uh, the uh, the ignorance of youth and like coming up it's the like only, his whole coming of age uh, uh like fantasy stand no, no. the only character that did anything to like remotely make me like them is like kira and even then it's just that like she's the best i can pick out out of all the fucking boringness i genuinely liked the fucking the one crow that got exiled more than the main character because oh, the yeah. main character <laughs> i i, I can <laughs> Yeah, dude. I knew that you guys are. I figured that you guys are going to be pissed about that. 
because he does that. I, 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 I actually was out. pissed about that. Actually, okay, I'll, I'll say, the shit out of me. <laughs> even as a kid, I thought that was a little excessive. But you know, he's supposed to like highlight what uh 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 uh, uh, uh manipulation. What a, a bad guy is. Like you know, he's a bad guy, and you know that you're just waiting for him to uh make his fucking move and when he does you're like ah, i fucking knew it because he went mm, all no, the fucking actually, time i knew he was bad no, actually <laughs> fuck that fuck that i liked i liked it every time he went mm. and, and when, when they ripped his clothes off after uh, his robes off and disgraced him i thought yeah, that I, uh, I didn't understand that when i was a kid but i get it now and it's really really cool how uh how their sort of like a system sort of worked and they barely fought. They just fucking hack out a fucking rock and whoever can fucking hack off a piece of the rock becomes the new emperor. Uh, uh, yeah, I really liked the scene where they removed his clothes. He's just screaming <laughs> like a fucking bloody maniac. Ah! He just fucking. <laughs> I fucking love that. I would like they to just... bring up a. Uh... I oh, like right, the definitely. fact that he immediately is allowed to pick up his clothes again and puts them back on. So there is no fucking oh, reason well, to do that. Well, no, not really. Uh, he picks up his clothes, but they're like torn into tatters. And as you see throughout the movie, though, he's like, he, like his uh, movie, like uh, throughout the movie, sorry. As you see him walking, you'll see him in like some good looking clothing, but as the movie goes on, you'll see that the rags start to show a whole lot. And I thought that was a fun little note that oh, I, I never there, picked up as a kid. Wasn't there like some sort of royal robe that he did not get back until he delivered them the the Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He he got his like official robe and kind of his his place, uh, he was undisgraced and uh, basically unexiled uh, when he brought uh, uh, Akira, the other Gelfling, uh, back to them. Real quick, I would like to mention the one scene that just made me fucking bust out in laughter uncontrollably. It's the funniest <laughs> that I've ever seen in my life. Um, is when the evil, like, I guess, Skeksis scientist, for lack of a better term, who was sucking out all the life essence. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the, uh, he's credited as scientist. Uh, when he dies, and then because the mystics and the and the Skeksis are connected, the mystic connected to him dies. Yeah, and the mystic just disappears. <laughs> All the other mystics like turn around, but then they just turn. Okay, like dead, uh, dead ass, fucking stop <laughs> right in their tracks. Go, oh, fucking Bob's dead. Oh, back to the castle. Yeah, I fucking Here like go. that. Was fucking great. Gotta keep going. And uh, <laughs> like, it was really cool up until that one scene where I think uh, Kira or Jen cut the other one's uh, hands. He goes, ah, oh, my hands. Like, that's when you find out, oh, why does he feel that? Oh, wow. You know, like this movie, like it really is kind of cool. I kind of credit that and uh, Legend and a bunch of other movies back in those days that like sort of like introduced me and exposed me to these uh uh well what was to me higher concepts not that i used the term higher concept i was like whoa that's kind of like i i'm like seven and this is deep that was You're... the one moment where i was like oh like the one moment where the plot like interested me was when that happened and i was like wait oh shit they this has been the thing the whole time because of the emperor and the and the and the fucking 
ancient mystic man. This has been the thing all along, but they're showing us it here now to confirm for us that that was the case, even though they alluded to it earlier because the exact same scenario was occurring in both uh, communities. Uh, It was was clever. I liked it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this movie is a a slow burn, and yeah, it it is a little bit boring, but do keep in mind, like I said, this is, like, primarily a movie kind of for children, and it was made specifically kind of for kids, because Jim Henson and Frank Gauze and, like, the whole crew that worked on this movie worked on, like, Sesame Street and the Muppets and stuff. I would have been crawling under the fucking movie theater seats if I saw this as a kid. This is boring as hell. You wouldn't have mm-hmm. fucking thought that. You wouldn't have. You would have been like, "Oh, yes, this is I cool." I know you wouldn't. Yes. I, I think. I think you guys are thinking with adult minds and uh, having your uh, your adult glasses. I remember on being a this. kid, and I remember when shit was boring. I would turn it off. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was a fucking kid. I would have just walked out. Yeah, this is like, <laughs> this is literally. I feel the same way about how boring this movie was. Than how I felt how boring Thor 2 was. And you know what I did when I was a kid and I went to see Thor 2? Uh, me and my grandma left the theater in the middle of the movie and snuck into Kung Fu Panda 2. So, I... <laughs> the boring movies, don't like them, never have. Uh, uh, Thor 2, I don't think, was boring. Okay, buddy. <laughs> I mean, it did it did have its like snooze fest parts, but you know, you had the escape from Asgard, and then Thor getting his hand cut off. Oh wait, no, it's Loki. That guy. Q Q Q. I thought that. Was I mean, cool. you could be right. I again, I I saw half of the movie in the theater when I was a child. I remember like yeah, literally nothing the, about it. <laughs> most of the good stuff happens at the end. Oh, yeah. Are you a Thor 2 enjoyer, Kathy? I'm not a Thor 2 enjoyer. Like, I'm a Thor 2, like, last 30 minutes enjoyer. Okay, okay. The only Thor movie I've seen is Love and Thunder. <laughs> the only Thor oh, movie yeah. I've seen all of is really? Love and Thunder. Yes. Dude, it's really right. bad, isn't it? Uh, well, uh, I Love and it. Thunder... Now, uh, Love and Thunder is really good, but it's not nearly as good as fucking Ragnarok. Ragnarok is absolutely the best. I haven't seen Ragnarok yet, so I can't speak to it, but I will say that I think Love and Thunder was, like, genuinely really fun and charming the whole time, and I actually, like, loved it to pieces. Yeah, there was a couple of annoying pl- spots in there, but after after I got past all that, after after I got past the fucking internet and its immediate hatred, it's woke, it's woke, like it's not fucking woke. You guys are just fucking stupid. Okay, it's fine. Lady Thor woke. All right, fucking Mighty Thor is fucking awesome. I love Mighty Thor and Mjolnir. Uh, fucking splitting off when you get introduced to Mighty Thor. I thought it was a little Mjolnir. dumb. That was fucking cool. I thought it was a little dumb and woke when it was announced, but then they did good shit with it in the movie. So I mean, like, here's the thing, like, you get woke movies. Mighty Thor is like, a big problem. Yep. Vote it up. <laughs> You get uh, you get woke movies like Wrong Thunder, show. Um, Love and Thunder, <laughs> but then you have really good conservative movies like Dark Crystal, 
you know okay that's that's not that's not what conservative in this context means shut yeah, down the, no because the sexists are like republicans you see no <laughs> shut <laughs> up stop you making everything political it is not no no, no. <laughs> i like I liked when Jen turned to the camera at the end and said, make America great again. <laughs> that was... <laughs> no, 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 you're getting it all wrong. So so here's the thing. It's like, it's, it's, it's just like American politics, right? You have Skeksis, the bad guys, the Republicans, and you have uh, well, the mystics, the good guys, the Democrats. I like when, I like when the mystics... I like when the mystics set up an abortion clinic. That was uh, oh yeah, that, that was, was, that was good. a good that was a good scene. Yeah. Uh, anyone want to like uh, uh, wrap up their first initial thoughts? Because I do have like a uh, fifteen fascinating facts about the dark crystal, and I won't read every little oh word. God. I just no, 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 no. It's it's, it's in a fucking BuzzFeed article about the dark crystal. Actually, it's uh, mental fun plot. facts you didn't know about dark crystal movies. Actually, no, it's uh, it's, it's, it's it actually it's mentalfloss.com. Oh, great. So, why is the dark crystal evil? Oh well, like, no. The, oh well, the dark the the crystal itself isn't evil. All right. So, uh, to spoil alert for everyone, so the. Uh, I forgot exact. I don't think they ever like said exactly specifically what they were in their true form. The Skeksis and the uh, the Mystics when they combined together at the very end. Uh, I don't. Does remember it come what... up in the shitty Netflix show that I've heard they made? Uh, no. Uh, and I didn't fucking watch the fucking Netflix show because like they did the one. Uh, they did the one uh, fucking season and then boom, they fucking canceled it. So like I don't I didn't want to watch it, but I'm I might actually watch it just because. Um but uh blah blah blah. Uh well, there was if you uh, watch it, it won't be for this podcast. <laughs> I have no oh, yeah, that's, interest that's fine. in further dark that's... crystal content. Oh fuck off. It, it really <laughs> you're you're being overly dramatic with your claims of it being boring. It's Wait, so anyway. boring. It's not Riley, boring, you, you just you don't have an attention span. Riley, why don't you want to learn the pod people lore? I don't understand. Pod things. Because I don't care. Because they you don't care to about the. Care. You don't care about the deep and rich cultural history of the pod people. They didn't tell me about any of that, really. Yeah, there was. Okay. Any. Anyway. 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 So. Uh, in in their uh, true form, there was a sundering when the three uh, suns uh, lined up and they beamed down their sunny little magic onto the crystal. Well, something happened and they split, I guess, essentially both their personalities. The selfish, gluttonous, evil, mean-spirited side and the the decent side, the, 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 the much just like, side. Much like King Piccolo and Kami. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, that's a really apt analogy right there. That's a very good analogy, to use Dragon Ball terms. Uh, yeah, and so uh, it's been a fight for, like, the last thousand years, and unfortunately, they couldn't do anything about it at the very beginning because they had to wait for another uh, sundering, you know, another uh, event where the suns uh, aligned again and hit the crystal, and there was a shard of the crystal that broke off, and there it, it's... It's supposed to purify the crystal again. I forgot what the point of this was. I started talking about the ending. What was the initial question? Uh, why the crystal was evil. Oh, well, no, it, it wasn't evil. The Skeksis just were stronger than the Mystics at that point in time because they were weakened. 
like they're they're uh, they they said it during the ending uh, through our arrogance. We we didn't we uh, made mistakes, and now we leave you with the crystal of truth. Make your world in its light, and then boom, you have like a nice little crystal palace, and everything's green and beautiful. And Kira gets revived because she dies at the end for like five minutes. But that uh, was stupid. No, that was yeah. fine. That was sacrifice, and you like no, you can't but like just, you can't kill a main character in front of the kids. And, you know yes, that's you gonna can. Make, well, it's gonna make him feel It's gonna make him feel bad though. And Kira was cool, so they brought the her back. Is, Not everything can be the Lion King. The way the scene is framed. I just don't understand why it would happen. Because oh, well, just because it no, was no, selfishness. No, 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 listen, 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 listen. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The, the selfishness is the exact reason why I don't understand why they did it. Because in the scene, Kira has the crystal. The Skeksis are like, give us the crystal. And Jen's like, yes, give them the crystal. And then well, because he was freaking out. He was Jen, freaking out. Who who has d expressed desire to give them the crystal in exchange for not harming her. So instead of keeping their bargaining chip, they just fucking kill her. Well, that's just classic bad guys. I mean, what, what are you going to do? It's a well, completely you can't... fucking brain dead move. Okay, okay, this is 80s and this alive. is for kids. This is 80s and this is for kids. All they had to do was you leave can't... her alive and be like, we're going to kill her if you don't give us the crystal. And Jen would have been like, I right, oh. here you go. Well, because he was, he was having a moment of weakness, uh, 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 Jen was, and he was freaking out. I just didn't want her to die because he was sort of uh, insinuating I, I that he was kind of in love Jen with her. I did what he did. I don't understand why the Skeksis did what they did because they had a bargaining chip that could have gotten them the crystal and they just threw it away. I don't know. Bad guys will be bad. Bro, it's literally just like... <laughs> I don't know. It's like... A kids movie. It doesn't have yeah. to make complete sense one hundred percent of the time. I think yeah. I think that's a really glaring plot hole that they they know this crystal can doom them, and they know that this kid wants nothing more than his girlfriend to live. So all they have to do is continue to threaten her, and he'll give them the crystal. But then they just yeah. kill her. Yeah, but they're dicks anyway. So the you know bad guy's gonna be bad. You just you can't really think about it too much because this isn't yeah, like a movie. Yeah, and here's that how the can... bad guys are bad. This uh, this happens in fucking Mighty Morphin Power Rangers a million times. You make the deal yeah. with the bad guy, you give the bad guy the thing they want, and then they go back on the deal. They don't just eliminate their bargaining chip before the deal is made. That's just how it is, man. I I think you got I think you're kind of like dwelling too much on this because <laughs> it's so stupid. It's, it's not the big, stupid. It's the you're thinking too much plot about hole. it. It's not a plot hole. Come on. <laughs> it is. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. They know their whole people are doomed if they don't get this crystal, and they eliminate their only path okay. to getting it. Okay, possible possible reason? Uh, Jim and fucking Frank probably realized, oh man, maybe we shouldn't have uh, spent all that time making everyone watch the Skeksis seats. You know, so they had to fucking hurry up and wrap it up. Maybe it's cut content. Who knows? Anyway. Alright. So... Let, so what exactly? Yeah, maybe they fix the plot hole and then they cut it out of the movie. So maybe. what exactly is happening? Why did he have to put the thing, the shard, into the crystal right then? 
Well, because if they he if he didn't put the crystal into the dark crystal, the little shard into the dark crystal, it wouldn't have purified it, and then everything would have been fucked. And then the skexes would roll over. Well, hold on, let me uh, let me finish. Okay. Uh, and then uh, and then the skexes would have ruled over everyone. They would have been uh, uh, young and immortal uh, essentially forever. And the sundering, uh, everything bad that happened during the sundering initially a thousand years ago, would be like forever. That's essentially what would happen. And also to further elaborate on what Kathy was actually asking, I'm pretty sure. I just I just answered that. No, no, no. But the way. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, the, you she asked why it had to be right then, and I'm pretty sure it was less. It had to be right then, and more. It had to happen before the thing that was about to happen right then. He just got there at the last second. Yeah, the sun thing. Like the yeah, 1, yeah. So he got he got there right before the sun thing happened. But if he had gotten there at any point before that, it would have worked just as well. It's just once the sun thing happens, you're fucked. Well, why the fuck did they wait this long? Be- I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's like they they never really address that. It's just convenient timing. That's well, they movie, do address it. The master apologizes. He's like, I should have told you this like a long time ago. Sorry, well, bro. Then why didn't he do now. it? <laughs> why didn't he do it he just he just fucking was like okay do this thing without any fucking guidance at all fuck you I'm well dying. i mean yeah Mr. that's that's kind of how that that's how uh your mystic master your teacher uh you know does things that's that's how you no, get on like how- mighty quests no, no, no. That's the teacher just being lazy and then at the last possible fucking moment Finally, trying oh, to do did something. I not, did I not okay. tell him about the thing with the crystal and the sun? Shit. Fuck. I should probably do that before I die. All right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, you do, do also factor in that he is a thousand years old and he's probably had a uh, 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 fucking gen for probably like maybe 15, 16. I mean, it's never really known like how old gen or Kira actually are. You just know that they're very, very young. It's a, it's about the journey of youth, and it's like about like freaking out about getting old. That's like uh, an underlying tone that I gleamed from that watching this movie uh, earlier today, as of this recording. I guess, whatever. This movie. What do you mean, like, whatever? I. <sighs> I felt. I don't know. I felt nothing about like the actual story or the plot of the characters. I felt things, but they were all. Oh my god, look at that awesome puppet. Or oh my god, look at or, that thick environment. Uh but uh, when it came to the plot or the characters or anything about the film itself, uh I was not I could barely sit through it. Exactly. I could have watched this movie muted at five times speed and just looked at it and I would have enjoyed it just as much. Uh probably more. Because it would have taken up less of my time. <laughs> exactly. It's like so like boring. It didn't have any Fortnite dances or anything. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh, you don't know, have Fortnite dance. I, I fucking defi- Oh, I guess I guess Mo Diggity doesn't know this to his credit. Why isn't he default dancing? Listen, it was Crow Royalty who was here with us, not you. But but to be clear, I defended fucking House of Gucci. Okay? I don't need my movies to be fucking Fortnite dancey. I just need them to Give me reason to give a fuck about what I'm watching. And this movie defend- did not do that. I defended fucking Das Boot, a three-hour-long movie in German. Ooh. 
that's and that's that, a slog that, that to get in, was, but you know that that's movie worth did it. have a lot going for it. But it was I, I also was pissed that I had to sit through a three and a half hour German movie. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I challenge the both of you if you haven't done it, watch the and I'll even be merciful. Watch the uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand version of German Hamlet. If you want to slog, if you really want to put yourself through some pain, <laughs> that is a fucking movie to watch. Even though it's better with MST3K, we got to do some MST3K fucking uh, uh, stuff, by the way. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I mean, once it's your next round to pick a movie in six weeks, maybe you could give us some, some Mystery Science Theater. Possibly. Or not even six weeks, fucking nine, because it's Wes Anderson films next round. <laughs> I'm almost tempted to say, hey, let's just do this weekly so I can hurry up and get to my fucking round. <laughs> no, you could say the word at any time. <laughs> no, no, no. Too many podcasts already. Too many podcasts. I know, I know. All right. Okay. Um, real quick, let me, let me at least do, I'll do like a set of five. Of these facts, then we'll have some more bull sessions about like some other stuff, and I'll just like whittle down my my factoid list because I think these are cool. All right. So the illustrator for this movie, Brian Froud, was discovered by Jim Henson six years before the Dark Crystal released, and so Henson saw some art from the British illustrator in a book called Once Upon a Time, and soon asked him to collaborate. And the culmination of the uh, imagery that he found uh, that him and Froud uh, got into uh, became uh, became what is uh, the Dark Crystal's uh, symbolic structure. So, like, everything that you see sort of, like, came from him, so I guess, like, six years ago. It was like a slow burn for this movie. Uh, Froud got his design ideas from eating lobster dinners. So those fucking, like, weird beetle fucking creatures, which scared the shit out of me while I was a kid. The one that are, like, sent to get the gelflings and the uh, the podlings and all that. Uh, those are, uh, those are based upon, like, the shells of, uh, uh, lobsters and stuff. It's, like, fucking super disgusting, and I thought it's really cool. They remind me of the, uh, of the, the fucking enemies in any fallout game i forgot what they're called specifically the crustacean fucking enemies those are like some of the coolest fucking yeah, enemies the giant but... enemy crafts <laughs> well yeah they're, they're called something else i just uh fucking forgot about it uh but real uh, quick i just had to slide in real quick for your next fact just for a brief second i have something sure extremely stupid to say but I, like, <laughs> I forget it uh you just said once upon a time and it just made me think of i had a really stupid idea so so follow me on this right <laughs> it's a it's, it's like a pg rated kids film and and the cast is like lampooned version of fairy tale characters kind of like kind of like shrek but like different though but like in terms of that concept of being like uh, parod parodized uh, fairy tale characters, and the premise of the film is that it's a murder mystery, <laughs> and it's called. Do you want to know what it's called? What? <laughs> Once upon a crime. <laughs> uh, boo! 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 <laughs> boo. I'm, I'm gonna pitch this to fucking 
uh, illumination and make a billion dollars, and you won't be laughing then. I'll I'll be like, hey, uh, hey, buddy, uh, what's up, my friend, my my bestest best friend, what's up? Can I have like a hundred thousand? <laughs> all right, uh, I think the first three are like Brian Froud facts. But uh, all right, so Brian Froud Froud met his wife on the set. Uh, Ms. Future Right puppet designer Wendy Midner, Midner, while while in production of the Dark Crystal, when she was hired to sculpt the 3D versions of the Gelfling designs for the movie, she later sculpted and helped puppeteer Yoda for the Empire Strikes Back. So that's another reason why, if you're like a Star Wars fan, Frank Oz, Frank Oz, and Brian Froud are sort Holy of the shit. reason why There's fucking Yoda exists. Yoda? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, because uh, uh, all these people, Jim Henson, Frank Oz, fucking, uh, uh, oh, God, no, 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 no. But real real quick, FYI, do we ever, a question, Yoda, Star Wars question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does Yoda, does Yoda ever kick anybody's ass in the prequel trilogy? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He kicks. Uh, he kicks Dooku's ass. I think. Whatever his okay, name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. I got. I listen. I've. I've been. I've been holding off on the prequels. Obviously, we were supposed to do a mocast on them like the next week after we did the original trilogy, and then I could not get through Phantom Menace. Um, but you know, maybe if I get to see Yoda Merc a fool, I might give those prequel trilogies yeah, the, but another I'll, look. I'll, I'll say <laughs> this one... though. I'll say this though, it, it, like the Dooku fight is really cool, but it's all about episode three, which I think is absolutely yeah. the best of the three. And I think it holds its own uh, versus that, uh... the. Hold on. Yeah, I think it holds its own versus the original trilogy. Is so that the one like where. The best. Is that the one where Anakin and Obi Wan fight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it's it's the culmination of like two and almost two and a half decades or about 20 years that was uh, always maybe maybe this wouldn't bother me as much now but like when i was a kid the reason why like not not the only reason but one of the reasons why i never got into star wars the clone wars the cartoon network show even though everybody seemed to like it so much is because like i knew some tertiary star wars war lore just from hearing it like around and i'm like how am i supposed to like enjoy this show and enjoy the the like second billing main character knowing he eventually becomes evil and there's nothing in this show that can change that <laughs> well the cool thing about the clone wars is from like what i've gathered sometimes because there was also a lot of uh well this got sold over to disney what's disney going to do with canon so there was a question mark about where canon's going to go and every once in a while the clone wars kind of throws you a curveball and kind of makes you question oh is this ultimately going to end up to in into episodes one two and three i mean spoiler alert they do but it's kind of cool that they play with that a little bit and uh Clone Wars is fucking awesome. I highly recommend watching that. Because Anakin is like, besides like Ahsoka, he's the main character. He's like the male lead of Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Well, that's debatable if he's the male lead. Some would say Obi Wan is, but you know that's whatever. Okay, I never, I, I didn't really see that much of the show, but I had always been under the impression that Ahsoka was like the main main character, and then like right under her was Anakin. 
Well, I also don't know like a ton about because I haven't watched all of the the Clone Wars. I watched like a a couple of seasons, I think, once upon a time, but I don't remember shit about it. Hell, I'd probably like forget. I probably watched that all of it. Did you watch the Star Wars anime thing that came out? Oh, the yeah, it's okay. I tried watching it last year, and it doesn't hold up very well. Like some of it holds up, but a lot of it is like. Ugh, this is we were sort of content starved for Star Wars at the time. And because like we had uh, uh, the the nasty taste of episode two that just came out, I was like, dude, we need something good. And it was like, wait, Gendy Tartakovsky uh, came out. I, I didn't like episode two. Um, but so oh Gendy, the guy who made Samurai Jack did the whole uh, did this uh, a little. Uh, two to three minute little minisodes of star wars and it was kind of cool the same thing yeah it, it, you're, are the you star talking about wars anime stuff that came out came out like a few years ago on disney oh Plus. Oh, oh oh that oh okay <laughs> yeah that's what i meant <laughs> oh i thought you were talking about like <laughs> yeah. the old old days because that's that's uh what i remember because that's the 3d stuff no that shit's fucking excellent i i love the hell out of that okay because that's yeah. what i wanted to check out because like if you'll remember one of one of my big criticisms of the original three is just how stiff the lightsaber fights were um and if you want to make a lightsaber fight look fucking sick as hell uh putting it in an anime is probably a pretty good way to do it so, yeah they, uh, they do a fucking fantastic <laughs> job in all the lightsaber fights yeah I, I might check that out i do want to like be into star wars you see i'm scared you my greatest fear and i feel like this will come true if i pursue star wars and the very thought will terrify you mo diggity but knowing me knowing my taste in like things I feel like my Star Wars is going to end up being the fucking <laughs> sequel trilogy. <laughs> now, now, here's the thing. I, well, like I, I, I can't, enjoy I can't the sequel really, trilogy. Well, I can't really stop you from that because I'm going to be honest with you. Unfortunately, J.J. Abrams has made his fucking mark, especially with uh, Star Trek, which I, I I don't hate, but I just don't whoa, think whoa, it's whoa, very whoa, good. Whoa. I don't Wait, hate, but on. I don't... Hold on, let me finish. I, I don't hate, but I don't think it's very good either. I'm still all about the OG shit with that because it's okay. And I think it's... I think Star Trek being too flashy is just... Goes against what Star Trek actually is. I don't know. It's just me. But that's another podcast for the time. Kathy, go ahead. You don't hate the J.J. Abrams movies? Well, I don't hate them. They're okay. Like if I'm with you do friends, not. No, 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 no. They are not okay. They are not okay. They are an I'll abomination against man. Shut the fuck up, you fucking nerd. <laughs> you fucking geek. I'm gonna fucking hang. I'm gonna hang you on a locker by your underwear. You little fucking <laughs> ego. Get the fuck I'll, out of here. I'll sit there and watch like... them with friends, but I'm not gonna really go out of my way and watch them. <clears throat> like actual, like. Like actual fucking Guantanamo Bay torture level <laughs> movies. Now I'm like, now I want that. I'm gonna like pretend to like those movies even if I don't. Cause now like I want to like them so bad. <laughs> they are against everything that Star Trek is like as a, like as a series. Like they are the opposite of that. 
stupid well, Star fucking... Trek as I know it is kind of lame and gay, so maybe a departure might be. You're fucking lame and gay. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> boo, boo, Riley. Boo, boo. Besides, you don't even go ahead. Like you've never even watched Star Trek, so no, (laughs) I haven't at all. (laughs) So you can say nothing. (laughs) I read, I read like, I read like a script from some like android human rights trial in my English class once. What Uh, the fuck? Like data or something. I don't fucking yeah. know. You, I know what you know you're what I'm talking, talking about. about, right, Kathy? Yeah, I, that was in my fucking English textbook in like eighth grade. So that's all of the Star Trek I've been exposed to. Jesus. All right. Okay. Let me go ahead and get these these first two because they're very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four. Henson wrote the movie's original outline while snowed in at a hotel. On February 6, 1978... Oh, okay, so we finally actually find out how long ago he actually started. So in 78. Uh, Henson and his daughter Cheryl were forced to spend the night at a Howard Johnson's at uh, the JFK airport in New York City in the midst of the blizzard. With little else to do, Henson, Henson hand-wrote multiple pages of the movie's outline for screenwriter David O'Dell to work with. So David O'Dell, hell yeah, I know about that guy. Uh, he's he's done some work that I've heard of a lot with uh, Henson and all that, so that's cool. All right, good. I got a question answered. Uh, 1978, that's when it started. All right, and uh, finally, a number five, uh, Henson made a mandatory book re- recommendation. Both Froud and the Dark Crystal screenwriter David O'Dell were told by Henson to read Jane Roberts' 1972 book, Seth Speaks the Eternal Validity of the Soul, based on, sorry, that answers a lot of, uh, I'm seven and this is deep uh, questions right there, <laughs> based on Roberts' experiences channeling a multidimensional being so that exists. Hold, hold on a second, <laughs> this is actually really cool. Uh, the eternal validity of the soul based on Robert's experiences channeling a multi-dimensional being that existed outside of space and time. Odell claimed uh, Augura's line, he could be anywhere then, was influenced by Robert's book. And he's talking about how uh, when uh, uh, Jen's, uh, yeah, Jen's master died. I remember uh, this. Yeah, this so was a that, very I'm seven and this is deep moment. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was, all right, I, I, I now have a profound uh, respect for that then. Because that's some shit that I fucking uh, thought of when I was on acid back in my early, early 20s. All right. Um, it, uh, what, what's, uh, before I go on to like a <clears throat> six through 10, uh, if you want to do it like that still, um, yeah, what what's your favorite aspect about the uh the the background and all that? Like the, uh, the the practical effects, I guess. What 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 is something that really I get that's a better question. What stood out for you in the practical effects and the environment and the set pieces? What's something that you really thoroughly enjoyed? I mean, when it came to the practical <clears throat> effects, I think like my answer might be a little more broad than what you're looking for, but I think just like the puppeteering in general like i think everything moved in a very like lifelike sense at least as much as it could given the limitations of the time Mm -hmm. um and even though there were little things like you know like lip sync and stuff that took me out of it like mostly this felt like real characters moving around 
Oh yeah, I I I saw the lip sync problems, but immediately I sort of like put that out of my head because I'm fucking forty three, and I really shouldn't let that limit limit my shit because like this is made in nineteen eighty two, started in seventy eight, and you know like you know I can't let like the little things drag me down like that. I don't think that's fair to the fun aspect of this movie. Yeah, that's fair. I just let the boring plot drag it down, is what I let drag it down. <laughs> no, fuck off. <laughs> but, uh... I guess, Kathy, do you have an answer for that? I don't. Oh, Is there anything that you liked about this movie? Were you not into the visual artistry either? Because you didn't bring that up before. You, I remember you said I'm, I'm gonna. You said I'm gonna reiterate Riley's point, and I was expecting you to praise the visuals and then shit on the plot like I did. But you didn't I bring mean, up the I visuals really, at all. No, so. no, no, no. I like the visuals. I think they're great. I think they're good. I would have enjoyed the visuals ten times more than I did if I enjoyed what the visuals. If the were movie doing, was though. good. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> I probably should appreciate the visuals a bit more than I do. But, you know. I thought what was really cool is, like, you really got to see, like, a, some uh, real fledgling sort of uh, uh, 3D lighting effect. Well, not 3D lighting effects, sort of, like, green screen lighting effects, where there was uh, this little, like, creature was uh, chasing, like, this little, like, group of flies. Around and you can see that it's the creature is a puppet, but the little like uh, uh, lightning bugs and stuff were like a, I guess computer graphics, uh, computer generated graphics, maybe like early, early, early CGI. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool because that sort of looks like a, well, no, I guess it doesn't look like a Disney's a uh, little uh, lighting effects too because they were using sort of like hand drawn. Uh, computer graphics at that time oh, like it, it was di- it's just like different kind of graphics so anyway um but, uh, i don't know if me and kathy uh have much left in terms of this film you have okay. you have 10 facts left correct all right i'll i'll, I'll just I'll, I'll be uh i'll be real quick then because they're okay. they're uh, worth just reading the headlines for uh number six the original grim fairy tales were also an influence uh, Frank Oz recalled that Henson wasn't afraid to possibly scare the children who were his fans of the Muppet movies and his puppets from Sesame Street. He wanted to get back to the darkness of the original stories by the Brothers Grimm. So that makes sense and with a, a lot of things in this movie. I, I enjoy that. That was really cool. I mean, yeah, but like um, the Muppet movies at least were telling like compelling, fun stories. Well, this was a compelling, fun story. You're just being a fuddy-duddy. Can we, can we... So, last year, um, the Christmas special for this show is we reviewed a uh, kind of shitty ABC Family Christmas movie. Uh, can, oh. we review, can we review a Muppet Christmas Carol this year? I feel like that'd oh, be a lot Oh, fuck better. yes! No. That's, dude, yeah, fuck yeah! That's no. it's, it's, one of my, it's one of my favorite fucking oh, Christmas Well, movies. get fucked, Kathy. You're outvoted. We're doing Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, it's one of my favorite no, fucking no, Christmas no. movies. I hate happiness. <laughs> it's it's not very happy all the time. It's it's kind of a you know like a uh, a uh, uh, fucking Kermit gets fucked <laughs> throughout most of that movie, and he's watching his fucking son Tiny Tim die most through it, mostly. Yeah, through have it. you seen Miss Piggy? That must be awful. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, and the the Marley and Marley fucking puppet, <laughs> you know, puppets fucking uh, scene, you know, that's it's fucking great, man. It's one of my favorite songs out of that movie. Uh, I I I commend you, Mo, for how how quickly and efficiently you slipped that under the rug. <laughs> you want to know a good? We're Marley know? and Marley. Oh, I fucking love that scene. You you want to know a great um fucking movie that is uh a musical i mean sure that one fucking animated lord of the rings movie oh yeah oh god yeah that's dude the uh uh uh, both of those movies the 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 hobbits and the uh I, i don't know if the other books got the animated treatment but i know that return of the king got the animated treatment too listen de- th- those are two those two are definitely hey, on my list of uh shit on. i want to talk about can we make riley watch it please hey of course. hey i would like to say listen i know the rules of this podcast I know that I can't say no to any movies. That's how it works, as we get to pick a movie and the other ones can't say shit. Uh, but uh, all I'm saying is if any of you pick a Lord of the Rings thing, I can't guarantee that I won't be found unresponsive in my bedroom between the time you pick it and the time oh. we're supposed to review it. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't worry about it. Like You're looking at like an hour and a half tops with the animated stuff. It's not like the three-hour saga okay, like the real movies are. Fuck. Maybe I can't. And, and, they're, and that. they're animated, but uh, you know, like, but uh, you know, I, I have an attention span, so I can watch the fucking uncut director's cut, super duper special edition, four to five-hour fucking edition of each of the fucking Lord of the Rings trilogy and the fucking Hobbit trilogy, which I think is fucking great too. I think the Hobbit trilogy trilogy is dog water. But the original ones are really good. I think it's so fashionable to bag on the Hobbit movies. I, I think it's somewhat it's it's kind of like a Florian well, Hensel moment. Uh, I I think I think it's good. I I think the Hobbit trilogy is fine. There's a little bit of a snooze fest here and there, but uh, no, you should. Uh, I, I like it. I no, really you, should... you can go first, Kathy. Go ahead. I really dislike that they used CGI for all of the monsters and shit when they didn't do that for the original. It looked so much better. Uh, yeah. Well, you should uh, listen to uh, the... Uh, recently, uh, Monkey did a podcast on The Hobbit, Battle of the Five Armies. He did yeah, a I've, 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 movie show. I, I've <laughs> recently, because I, I need a new podcast to listen to because... Asterios have you been listening to Is It Kino? Hold on a second, I'm getting okay. to that. Okay. Uh, because fucking Asterios hasn't put on, uh, put out a loudest podcast episode in almost a month, and uh, I know, dude. I, I've been and, and and I'm tired of going to sleep to Biggest Problem and uh uh, uh the Dick Show. Not because I I'm bored of those shows, just because I keep listening to the same episodes like multiple times a week because that's how I sleep. I sleep to podcasts, so I've been getting into. Uh, uh, some ordinary podcast, and because uh, that's that's Mudahar and Nux Taku's uh, fucking podcast, which is fucking great. And uh, I went ahead and got into like Monkey Jones's uh, Treehouse, uh, Simeon and Jimmy's Treehouse podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah, thank you. I've been listening to that. It's fucking awesome. It's now one of my new favorites. And I have been listening to Is It Kino. I've been binging a lot of well, mini binging. Is it Kino? And I I'm wish the so, episode was I'm fucking so longer. I'm so happy to hear that. 
Yeah. How do, you, uh, how do you feel about the personnel? I want to know how you feel about each Kino co-host you've met so far. <laughs> uh, well, I've been kind of sleeping to those podcasts, but so far it's 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 kind of cool. Uh, like there, because uh, I'm not used to Reactor because I, I've never really Reactor. heard. Too- yeah, I wasn't re- on any is it Kinos? <laughs> oh fuck! No, I'm thinking about the tree house. You're thinking of the tree podcast. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, uh, I'm watching. Um, uh, I kind of don't have an opinion just yet, just because I haven't been awake for enough of them. But I, I, oh, I will give you a real opinion. But so far, I've been enjoying it. I think they're good co-hosts and they mesh well together. Yeah, you should definitely is Kino. To- you should definitely listen to the Hobbit one uh, because it's really fun. Uh, you are you are in the minority opinion for that one, but I feel like I feel like you have the stomach to enjoy it anyway. Um, it's uh, Monkey and Erich, and I think Weekend Warrior and Florian. Um, and Florian, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Florian is the only one defending the Hobbit, and the other three just like dog on him the whole time. <laughs> oh, I got I gotta watch it then. I, I I've like I'll say this. Uh, Mumkey has convinced me to give the Flash and give not. I'm not giving the fucking Snyder. I don't know. Should should I oh, just fucking watch the? the yeah, I, I fucking I, I've listened yeah. to that three fucking times already. Don't so watch that, the Snyder. Just, well, like, don't, should don't I watch, watch the, Snyder the Snyder cut instead of the shit the Justice fucking League? It, Don't because watch either if you have to, if you if fans. you have to watch Justice League, then do the Snyder cut. No, because, because... like, well, because I, I I need the fucking deep deep lore because I fucking hated uh, Batman v Superman. It's it's easily one of the worst cape shit movies I've ever seen. I haven't seen that one yet, and I kind of want to do it on this show. I probably Martha! honestly, Martha! dude, you're <laughs> Martha. Dude, it's, it's it's so bad it's just god you're you're in i'm gonna be honest you're in for a disappointment monkey fucking yeah, loves monkey the shit out of that death. movie yeah and so that's all it's like okay and then i watched a couple of clips off of fucking tiktok of uh, the flash movie and i didn't hate it I fucking loved it. In fact, the two clips I saw I was like, dude, that's nice. And so I think I'm already, I'm not going to watch it on official sources because I'm not giving fucking Ezra Miller a goddamn dime. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll, you, uh, I'll, I might give it a shot. If uh, so, if you weren't um, if you weren't aware, Mo, I don't know if you were ever into Is It Kino like back in the day at all, or if this is your first foray. This is oh, kind of my first are you, are foray. Guys... I've heard about it for years, but I never shut really the got fuck into up, it. Kathy. Uh, well, you guys you shut move... the fuck up. It's fine. Kathy, go ahead. Are you, are you guys ready to move on to three No, questions? we're not. We're in the middle of a conversation, so obviously we're fucking not. So I will bring you back to shut the fuck up. I'm almost done. I'm finishing up this conversation I'm having with Mo Diggity. I know you don't care. Just shut the fuck up for a minute. Okay? Okay? Are we cool? I mean, we're, we got we it? Haven't talk- we understand we haven't each other? About- we haven't talked about the movie in like 20 minutes. That's not true. You're exaggerating greatly on that point. No, well, that is true. No, no, no. I'll, 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 I'll get to the factoids in just a second. Yeah, the, I have like two more sentences to say. I just want to say, um, uh, the old Is It Kino episodes, which you can find archived on Spotify, um, I would definitely recommend checking some of those out. Uh, some of the people who uh, don't appear on the Monkey Jones channel anymore are on there, including there's a couple that Asterios were on, and they're very good. Um, and then there's 
Um, the the ma- the most magical trio in Is It Kino history is one we will unfortunately never see again, and that trio is Monkey E. Rich and Asperger. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, because right, Monkey I'll... and Asperger bully E-Rich very well, and it's very funny. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll, I'll have to check it out. All right, all right. Uh, going back to this, because I know Kathy wants to talk, uh, talk about it or wrap it up or something. That's fine. All right, uh, number seven. This was uh, Frank Oz's first directing job. Uh, he directed over 70% of the movie. That's according to Jim Henson when he was alive. That's what he said. Uh, having two directors was so confusing and slowed things down for the crew so much that an assistant director was tasked tasked with informing Henson and Oz that everyone wanted Henson to direct himself, and Henson denied the request. So uh, uh, Oz did uh, almost the entire movie. Uh, six performers were operating each creature simultaneously. So I guess that expands upon the question that you Riley asked earlier. Uh, that I couldn't ask uh, very well. It took six people to work the animatronic. Uh, it took six people to work the animatronic Skeksis creatures. Two were stuffed in the bird-like body. Ah, okay, it was a fucking bird then. While four worked on a platform underneath the surface. Uh, one group of performers worked for at least six months before shooting even began. Uh, they shot the most complicated scenes first. And it's a YouTube video, so obviously we're going to skip that. Uh, shooting began on April 15th, 1981. One of the first scenes shot was the big showdown between Jen and Kira and the Skeksis in the Crystal Chamber. So basically they did the ending of the movie first. Uh, Henson molded the Skeksis on the seven deadly sins, and that would be wrath, greed, sloth, pride, you know, blah, blah, blah. You, you know that there was more than seven, since there were more than seven of them, some of the sins were repeated. Uh, number 11. It was all shot with a faint color tint to resemble Froud's conceptual designs. Uh, this was done with a quote-unquote light flex by Oscar-winning cinematographer Oswald Morris, who retired after his work on the Dark Crystal. Uh, the Skeksis and Mixis original, M- Mystics sorry, were originally had an Indo-European rooted language. Uh, Data, David O'Dell wrote the original scripts for the Skeksis and the, Mixis, uh, the Mystics to share a similar language with the Skeksis using uh, cruder, uglier versions of it. However, the actors are too busy trying to work on their movements to learn new words, so they spoke mostly gibberish until... 13. The first preview audience hated the movie. So, in uh, March 19, 1982, a D- Washington, D.C. crowd was one of the first groups of people ever to witness the original cut, and they didn't like li- like it mostly because they were confused and unhappy with not understanding what the Skeksis were saying. Henson asked Odell to add some voiceovers as well as some new dialogue so that the Skeksis could be reworded into English. Holy shit, there was definitely a cut of this movie where all that one the guy said was... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's all he said. <laughs> yeah, there was probably there was a mm-hmm fucking cut. So, you know, everyone released the mm, cut. I want to see it. We got the fucking Snyder cut. Give me the mm, cut. The Skeksis cut. We'll, we'll, we'll do the Skeksis cut. Uh, Kathy, you um, have something to say? Mm, mm, 
Mm. Riveting, riveting. The fuck it hurts my fucking throat trying to do that. All right. 14. Henson paid $15 million of his own money to buy the film from its studio. ITC Entertainment had new leadership in the form of Robert Holmes, uh, a court. I don't know how to say the one with the little hyphen or whatever on top of it, who gave the film little advertising after its first bad screaming, screening. Worried his baby wasn't going to get the chance that it deserved, Henson spent all of the money he had available to buy his movie from court. The movie came in third on its opening weekend, losing the Tootsie and the Toy. Toy being that Robert, Robin Williams movie, which did fucking fantastic. And it's a good movie on its own, right? But the movie that was made... But the movie that was made on a $15 million budget eventually ended up making $40 million at the box office. So it was a huge smash hit back in then because $40 million fucking really, really meant something. And finally, number 15, a sequel has been in the works for a while. It has been reported that Jim Henson's children and some of the original creative team have been working on Power of the Dark Crystal, a sequel, for many years now. Director Shane Abras left the project because executives wouldn't allow him to follow through on Henson's handwritten notes on what he wanted the sequel to be. So that's cool. Was this written prior to the Netflix show then, maybe? Uh, there's a good possibility. Let me see. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, this article is. Uh, so that, originally... so that sequel, that sequel so, eventually you... manifested into this Netflix show, I would assume. Probably uh, the, uh, July 23rd, 2015, when this was originally uh, written, and this was updated September 27th, 2022. So last year, basically, is when this uh, got some extra oomph to it. But yeah, 15 amazing, uh, fascinating facts about uh, the Dark Crystal. There you go, folks. You're, you're now more learned than you were when you started listening. Learn it about the dark crystal. That's right. That's right. All right, gamers, let's talk about the wrap up questions. First of which is Who is your favorite character? And I will answer this first because it's very easy. Uh, it's Kira uh, because she was the least bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, she was hey, hey, you you also like fucking death though don't act like that's not an influence <laughs> what are you talking about because oh, Kira. Uh -huh. oh. i got it now i got it now uh one of my one of my favorite power rangers is also named kira so the name kira does carry a lot of positive <laughs> a lot of positive force in my life uh but yeah i think she was just like the most pleasant and enjoyable of the characters um, which again is not saying much, uh, but you know she did all right. I imagine okay. Kathy has a different answer because she hates women. Uh, so Kathy, <laughs> who's your favorite character? Can you hear that? I just heard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your favorite character is. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> what about you, Mo? Um. You know what? Just because like there's no love for him, I'm going to pick Jen because he was a good oh, kid. Fuck that little boy, fuck he that was, little nerd. He was a good kid, and he was given an epic quest by his fucking master, the master of the mystics. So you know that was fucking cool, and I, I always, uh, I always liked him as a kid. So I, I'm, I'm going to, 
I'm going to go ahead and uh, give him uh, the nod. Uh, second, you know, honorable mention is the hmm, Skeksis. So that was going to be my fucking answer. But, you know, Kathy represents. So. Of course, of course. Uh, there's a snort. That one's staying in, probably. <laughs> I can't. My, I can't turn it off, even though like I don't, I don't get that deep when I edit this show, so it's not like I have to worry about it. But now that I've been editing the mocast as deeply as I have been, whenever you breathe or snort, my brain just like all of my alarms go off because <laughs> I'm like, oh no. Just, you <laughs> could just like make a note real quick on the freaking general in, in the uh, gear arc. I mean, I guess, but it would take a lot to do that every time no. you snorted or breathed, Mo. Well, no, I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about you snorting. Oh no, I was talking about you. I didn't snort. Yes, you did. I did. Yep. <laughs> Fuck. All right, sorry. You do it a lot, <laughs> and I. Sorry, I, I'm I'm full of phlegm. I can't. I help try it. to. I try to silence Fuck. it every time on the mocast because you pay me, so I put in a lot of effort. Um, so I've become hyper aware of Mo snorts. <laughs> all right just don't tell me that god damn it oh that bothers me you have no fucking idea so, well a lot of it doesn't oh. make it into the mocast so you don't have to worry but thank this you show, thank this you, show thank though you. i don't do that so uh, all the audience just got to hear a prime mo diggity snort <laughs> oh shit okay there we go, there we go. yeah th th this is favorite scene uh Credits. I'm just kidding. That's a lie. That's the you can't do that. That's that's against the rules. I've established the rules. Yeah, that's uh, lame. Uh, uh, I mean, to be fair, credits were very pretty. Yeah, the credits were extremely pretty. This was uh, like a. This was like back in the era of like pretty credit scene, like uh, uh, the rescuers. Though, well, no, that that's more of an example of the credits at the beginning of the movie and then you got a couple of like maybe two to three minutes worth of credits at the end of the movie but uh yeah they, they did pretty credits yeah it's true uh but my favorite scene i think it's the death of the scientist i liked all the like animals bursting out of their cages and shit and then they fucking maul him into a pit like that that was pretty that that scene was pretty fucking raw and i really liked the the visuals on like the animals and stuff um so i'll go ahead and give it to that Cool, cool, cool. Uh, sh should I go next or go ahead? Yeah, I'm gonna say it's that fucking that one-eyed lady's room. Yeah, the, I right. thought that was such a cool. That was a really cool scene. That blew my fucking mind when I was a kid. I was like, "Whoa, really? That's so neat." I forgot what the technical name of of like that configuration is with all the plants and stars and moon and shit. I believe they it, call that Astroblade. No, you you Dingleberry. <laughs> I, I think it's like an Astrolade or something like that. But anyway, sorry, Kathy, I'm stepping over your shit. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, it's like that cool fucking scene with that. I really like that one. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Oh my god! No. Uh, just real quick, are you doing that from the Discord soundboard? Yes, I am. So no, none of the listeners can hear it. Okay, she was she was <laughs> playing she was playing the mm, from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I I really like the kind of like technical work. It's just like a very cool workshop looking thing. 
I liked how they uh, put enough uh, detail where uh, what's her name is just uh, she's talking to uh, Jen, and occasionally she just <laughs> you know she doesn't Stop. do that. The, the listeners can't hear that. <laughs> and occasionally she'll just fucking duck under there and like interrupts her. Like it's the little things in this movie that bring the, bring a lot of charm into that and i thought that was really cool and the way that she grunts while she's uh uh kneeling down to help out jen pick out a crystal i really enjoyed that good scene fair uh now i gotta rate this movie out of 10 now this is uh... oh well i i haven't i haven't gone yet oh fuck you're right <laughs> sorry what you gonna <laughs> say uh i'm i'm gonna go ahead and say uh I'm going to say when they are extracting the essence the, uh, from the, the, the podlings, because I didn't understand that as a kid, and it scared the shit out of me. It made me so sad, because, like, they, they weren't like, uh, you know, like Jason Voorhees-level evil or Michael Myers or Slasher evil, right? But this was a type of, like, oh, wow, I, I'm seven, and I don't understand the concept of uh, good and evil. And so when I saw that, I was like, dude, this is so bad. Oh, wow, why? And like, I think I cried a few times after I saw that because they, they scared the shit out of me. And I watched that. I was like, dude, this scene's so fucking good. So I'll go ahead and give that to Nod. Uh, I, I guess a uh, runner-up would be the ending because I, I, I loved how the how uh, the Mystics and the Skeksis uh, joined back together to get back in their original form. I thought that was cool. Okay, so now we're at the rating out of 10. And real quick, Kathy, I have a... uh, Fuck. God damn it. (laughs) Kathy. Kathy came back. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Go ahead. Kathy, are you there? Can you hear us? In the bedroom. In the crescendo, Kathy. Okay, there you go. Kathy, real quick. It's come time to rate it out of 10. And real quick, I have a completely unrelated question that has nothing to do with how I'm scoring this movie, okay? What did I give American Psycho 2? No fucking clue. Well, you made a whole website about it. You can check. Yeah, I don't fucking want to. I don't even remember the link to it. God damn it. I think I gave it a 6.5, but I just wanted to be sure. But if you you don't even remember your own website, then that's fine. Uh, Fucking... I believe I gave it a 6.5. Now, here's the thing, right? Here, here we go. So, this movie was technically, and in execution of, like, the visuals and the artistry, masterful. But the content, bad. It was not engaging in any way. American Psycho 2, very poorly oh. executed. <laughs> But and, it's, and, an unnecess- and an unnecessary <laughs> sequel that no one asked for because but it was the kinda, first it was the kind of fun movie... and entertaining though I don't uh, know okay all right all right, all right fine 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 my bad go ahead uh, and, give the and so I gave American Psycho two a six point five now uh, I think I think these movies um, are are similar in terms of like the flaw to good ratio. Um, but I think I got, this is going to like, the enti- I, I'm going to get tomatoes thrown at me for this. 
I think I can get a bit more out of American Psycho 2. <laughs> so oh my god. I'm gonna go ahead and give this movie I gave American Psycho 2 a 6.5, I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna give this movie an even six. Alright, I, I can accept that. I can accept that. Thank you for the applause that nobody can fucking hear. If I hear one soundboards are banned. That's a fucking amendment, Kathy. <laughs> God damn it. She's playing the mmm again. <laughs> it is very funny, though. It's not funny because nobody that. can hear any of it. You have to admit it's funny. It's right. funny to right. me, but it's not going to be funny when nobody right, hears the sound effects. You stop arguing on the podcast. Come on. You you need to stop. You need to let us cook, Mo. I try to have argue. I just caught. I so come it's to not my fun arguing. It, it's and try to have arguing. my arguments, and you always... Well, I, I know, but it's not fun right. arguing. It's it's yelling and bitching arguing. It's the right, non-fun kind. I'll do, I'll do my rating out of 10, all right? I'm going to give it a 6.5. Okay. All right, my turn? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. You, you, you honestly actually give it a 6.5? Yeah, I do. I think you were going to give it like a two or a three because like you didn't really have anything good to say about it. Like for the most part, well, I guess you kind of yeah. did. So I I like the visuals. I I would I would feel bad giving it anything lower. Okay, yeah. All right. So I guess my turn. Uh, I'm giving this uh, nine point five, and I'll I'll tell you why because this movie, fucking marathon sprinted. So everything else afterwards in this in this sort of genre of uh, filmmaking could fucking like crawl and sort of like you know after after dinner jog you know we ain't we hadn't gotten to sprinting yet but this uh this movie really really pioneered uh puppeteering in a way that it's really hard to point to anything else uh in the modern age that can like really uh, hold up that can be really uh held up to this standard you know even though if you i guess contrast and compare the the dark sequel uh age of rebellion or whatever it was called uh it's it is to, because that that uses a lot more like computer generated graphics and of course everything is a uh, you know is the budget's up to like one bajillion dollars and shit, so of course it's going to look stunningly, uh, stunning visually. But uh, yeah, I, I think this movie earned its nine point five, and I'm really happy I got to see this movie uh, when I did. Uh, this is this is one of those movies like uh, uh, we're going to watch Legend at some point in time because that movie uh, it's not a puppeteering movie. But it's one of Tom Cruise's first movies when he's like fucking early twenties, so it's like you, it's it's really cool. Tim Curry plays uh, Satan, and he's after uh, the last un or no, the last unicorn. I think that's what it's called. Legend something else, I believe so. Anyway, yeah. So nine point five. The only thing I know about the last unicorn is that Danny Sexbang adores it, so it's probably pretty good. Oh, it's a fucking awesome movie. It's my mom, like when she started getting into her like Christian phase or like, well, her permanent Christian phase, I guess I shouldn't like knock it so hard. Uh, she got mad at my dad for like putting this on for us all the time. It was like, it has the devil 
Rondi, it's fucking good. I really like it. Is it Tim Curry plays Satan? Plays, I think Lucifer, but I, I, it might be Lucifer or it might be like a major demon. But it's fucking cool. Why so, are you yeah. practicing Satanism? Uh, I'm, I'm not. You love Satan? No. I think you do. No, I don't really believe that angels and demons and stuff exist. You know, this is a nice, fun concept, but... I mean, like, if angels and demons exist, vampire, werewolves... And I'm not saying this in a condescending, le-edgy, le reddit, atheist uh, way. Upvote, 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 reticle, reticle, reticle. But I'm just saying, like, this world is so shitty and tarnished. It's just not that interesting. So we oh we, it's we so lost... shitty oh oh it's so it is. shitty the world is, is so yeah, the, the shitty the world is fucking awful the world is uh, awful the magic's uh, been uh, gone so we don't see oh, that I anymore I I hate the world I'm a nihilist the world bad. is I'm objectively sorry. fucked the world I'm is so awful edgy. if there's I'm a fucking so god out there he fucking gets his kicks off fucking torture because holy shit I don't the world know if it's got... fucked. Well, I don't know if it's. Oh, it's. I don't think it's God's fault. I, it's totally one hundred percent our fault. But it got. I'm saying if God exists, then where the fuck is he? <laughs> we well, know. I, I, I don't. Look like never seen God. You look like we can't get. My People name is are Riley. fucking suffering and dying everywhere. The world is gone to shit. My name is humanity. Where is he? That is humanity. I love sucking cock so much. Uh. Not true. <laughs> I was doing an impression of Blender you there. Is. Wow. <laughs> you hear that stupid voice I'm doing? That's you. That's what you sound like. <laughs> but, uh, folks, our next, our next two-week cycle, maybe, maybe eventually we'll convince Mo Diggity to do this weekly. I bet we can do it. There's so many good movies out there that I know Mo Diggity wants to talk about. And you and this show it keeps it keep this is a weekly show whether Mo Diggity's on it or not. I think I think Mo, you should set aside some time in your heart and your in your schedule. I guess would be the more important thing. <laughs> and wait, hold on, this is a weekly show. Yes, we're the, our little thing where we take turns picking movies is bi-weekly, but on the off weeks I do other shit with Kathy and Crow Royalty usually. Oh shit! Oh okay. I so didn't either know that. way, this thought... is a weekly show. Oh okay. Uh we'll 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 talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh but uh this next cycle, this next round, uh we, we, we set a theme to it. We're gonna do Wes Anderson films. Uh all of our movies are already chosen. I don't remember what Mo Diggity or Kathy chose. I will go back and figure that out before it becomes relevant information. Uh but I know what I picked and we are looped back around to me. Uh, I'm picking so the life aquatic. Is that what you said the first time, though? I feel like I, I don't want. I don't want to. You already. I feel like yeah. I don't want to go back on what we already said. So I want to. I want to go might, look. It might have been Life Aquatic or or the other one. We'll we'll, we'll look at it later. Somebody on. somebody said the new movie. Somebody said Asteroid City. I don't know if that was oh, you or Kathy. Probably Kathy. That was me. I saw that one. It's okay, pretty so you, good. You said Asteroid City. So uh, Mo said something else. It might have been Life Aquatic. We'll figure it out. Uh, but I know what I said, and it was Isle of Dogs. So next time you hear us three, we'll be talking about some good old Isle of Dogs. This is a film that I've 
always been curious about. Um, I've also been curious about Wes Anderson in general, because um, I know Jason loves him to death. The only Wes Anderson movie I've seen is uh, The French Dispatch, which I reviewed in the uh, pilot episode of my old movie review show, the Riley Live Movie Review Podcast with Jason. Um, and that was a that was a pretty fun movie. I liked it. Uh, and I'm interested to see more of Wes Anderson because I know he's this like crazy talented guy. Uh, and Isle of Dogs has always been one that interested me. So that's that's what I want to do. So that's what we're going to do. <laughs> God damn it. Mo Diggity, where can our listeners find you? Our listeners can find me at msgofficialyt at twitter.com and Moside Gaming everywhere else on Instagram, on threads, on fucking kick, especially on kick.com forward slash Moside Gaming. Haven't been able to stream this week due to fucking bullshit family and and sick reasons because I had one of the worst cases of food poisoning fucking ever Tuesday and Wednesday. Not going to elaborate any further, but this this whole week and and work sucked this week too for me and my boss who I've been working closely with to you know make work not suck. So this whole entire week can be written the fuck off. So yeah, Moside Gaming on everywhere else. Check me out. Uh, there you go. Uh, and you can find me uh, on a link tree. It's in the description. It's also at twitter.com slash Riley Tweets. In the pinned tweets, uh, it's linktr.ee slash Riley Cinematic Universe. And you can click there for all your Riley content. Special shout out to Big Guy, Little Guy, which recently made its big return. Uh, we got we got more more games on the horizon than ever before now that Andrew has a better computer than I do so we can play better video games if he plays them uh, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time so go to big guy little guy in particular but go to all of my stuff too it's not funny because nobody can hear it damn it uh, thank you mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Uh, uh, but I folks... like to... hold on. I want to plug something. I would like to plug. Kathy. I would like to plug the Holy Bible. Um, really giving me a lot of strength. And okay. This I'm, week, I'm gonna be real. It's not where I was expecting you to go with that, but you know, insightful. Uh, I would encourage you to pick up a copy and start reading. I actually have a copy. I've not read it, though. (laughs) All right. But, folks, thank you all for listening. See you next time. Bye.